For KSOM, KS95 News, I'm Tom Robinson. 70 degrees, our temperature at this hour, a 90% chance of rain tonight. We'll have a high of 86 today and a low of 70 tonight. And then Thursday, 85, about a 70% chance of rain on Thursday. Lewis reporting one half inch of rain. Marnie, one half inch of rain. We received four tenths of an inch in the last 12 hours at the studios in downtown Atlantic. Record high 106 set back in 1937. Record low 41 set back in 1934. An average high 85, average low 63. A flood advisory is in effect until 8 a.m. for portions of Pottawatomie County. Doppler radar indicated heavy rain due to thunderstorms. Minor flooding is possible in the advisory area, including Eastern Council Bluffs, Oakland, Trainer, Carson, Macedonia, Council Bluffs Airport, and Old Town Park. Radar estimates between one and two and a half inches of rain have fallen. Trainer reporting eight-tenths of an inch of rain this morning. A two-vehicle crash leads to the arrest of a Creston man. Police say 19-year-old Adam Neal Shepard McElwain faces charge of OWI after striking a parked vehicle on Sunday in Creston. According to the report, McElwain, driving a 1985 Pontiac Trans Am, attempted a burnout and lost control, striking a 2015 Ford F-250 pickup. Police cited McElwain for operating a vehicle in an erratic, reckless, negligent, and careless manner. Officers transported him to the Creston Union County Law Enforcement Center and processed him for operating while under the influence. The Shelby County Auditor's Office released absentee ballot information on Tuesday for the September 13th Harlan Community School bond issue. Shelby County Election Commissioner Mark Maxwell says absentee ballots are available and suggests that voters intending to vote absentee by mail get their ballots to the Auditor's Office as soon as possible after receiving a ballot in the mail. Maxwell says residents changing addresses should update it now to make voting more efficient on Election Day by eliminating the added paperwork. Harlan Community School District patrons are voting on a $22,900,000 bond issue to fund an intermediate addition to the primary school building and renovate portions of the middle and high school buildings. Maxwell says eligible voters may cast their ballots at the auditor's office from August 29th through September 12th from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. The election cannot place an unvoted ballot in the mail system after August 29th. Absentee ballots must be received in the auditor's office by 8 p.m. on September 13, 2022. Harlan Municipal Utilities new chief executive officer Joseph Joe Ruschenberg says he's excited to begin his new duties. In May, HMU announced the hiring of Ruschenberg effective July the 1st. It's been a little bit of a process, but I think, you know, I'm learning a lot and seems to be fitting in. He is a Harlan Community School graduate with a degree in civil engineering from Iowa State University. Ruschenberg is a former vice president and principal engineer, senior project engineer at Sunquist Engineering PC in Denison in Ottawa, Iowa. Ruschenberg grew up on a farm in Westphalia. Extremely excited to be working here. Uh, like I said, a Shelby County native and graduated from Harlan. You know, so I'm familiar with the area, familiar with a lot of people. Um, I'm just here to try to try to do the best for everybody involved, all of our, you know, all of our customers. As CEO, Ruschenberg is responsible for the day-to-day oversight of electric, gas, water, and telecom utilities, HMU employees, and general operations. His three-year employment contract begins June 6th and expired on May 31st, 2025, an initial salary of 
113000 upon completion of successful annual reviews. He's eligible for increases of $3,500 per year. The Guthrie County Board of Supervisors heard a presentation from John Macris with Unplugged Wireless and Chad Gap with Motorola Solutions regarding ISIX and the cost to add a dispatch radio console. Mandy Billings has the story. ISIX provides public safety agencies, first responders, schools, and utility workers around the state with unprecedented connectivity. Currently, the Guthrie County Sheriff's Office is using all of the radios on Essex, but one piece the sheriff does not have is a dispatch radio console. Currently, you have a Z-Tron console, and it has four Essex channels on it. Just a basically voice talk back and forth. doesn't support the man down features. So the new Motorola console would have unlimited channels on the console, support the man down, support the school safety features, um, integrates door door locks, door open, door relays, and that kind of stuff. The price of the consoles would be $440,000. If the county would include the optional microwave, that's another $380,000, at a total cost of around $820,000, which includes installation, training, and everything they would need. The supervisors noted that the timing is not the best to fund this project. I mean, if you want to sit here and say five-year plan, I, yeah, I'm sure within the next five years we could, but we just bonded right for the jail. We just bonded for roads and not. Yes. I definitely don't want to go through another one of the movies ratings right now. That isn't going to look good for us. Chad Gappa told the supervisors that they do have internal financing and payments can be spread out over several years. Meanwhile, the supervisors will do some research before they make any final decisions. I'm Andy Bellings reporting. And the Montgomery County Board of Supervisors passed an updated wind turbine ordinance on Tuesday morning. The ordinance implements moratorium on wind energy for one year with a caveat to extend or suspend at any time by board approval. Board Chairman Mark Peterson says since the current ordinance is considered weak, it could be worse than having no law. Your feeling is you would like some time for the zoning to have a chance to review where we're at and get something new put together but in the meantime we need to tap the brakes or just basically say that we're not going to take any windmill or turbine applications until we get a new ordinance put in place peterson says moratorium doesn't mean the county will disallow wind turbines forever but we need to give the zoning commission time to get a up-to-date regulation put together and rather than having a, a large-scale company saying hey these these look really favorable let's get something going right now so in my opinion we need to put it out there that for the time being we're not accepting applications the existing ordinance went into effect in 2007 the setback for a large-scale windmill is essentially the tower height currently around 300 feet I'm Tom Robinson, ABC News is coming up.